0: This is Charmaine I'm Shangar And you're listening to The Bar
1: So today, if you heard a new voice earlier, that's our producer Charmaine
0: Hi
1: How are you Charmaine?
0: I'm good, I'm good.
1: This is the first time the audience is listening to your voice, right?
0: Yes, so I've always been behind the scenes, so this is the first time I am co-hosting with Shangar.
1: Nice, welcome to in front of the screen, although there really isn't a screen per se, like I mean there are a lot of screens, we're looking at laptops, we're looking at phones, we're looking at recordings, but there's no like, you know, you know what I mean, Yeah. off the screen, yeah, on the screen. okay. Next up, we have a very special guest in the studio. We have the drum roll. Visha! Visha, tell us us a bit about about yourself.
2: Hi, everyone. Okay, my name is Visha. So I am actually a Malaysian, but I grew up overseas all my life. And I've been here for about five years now. And yeah, I love it here.
1: Where were you before this?
2: Um, So I grew up in Indonesia.
1: Hmm, Nice. Which part? Bandung. Nice.
2: Yeah, so I was there for 18 years and then I... Um, studied in the in the uk which part um, leeds oh nice. Yeah, i was living in leeds for five years and then i was living in china for a year and then i came here
1: oh, nice very cultured yes
2: very very
1: cultured so, do you consider yourself a third culture kid definitely i'm definitely culturally homeless so <laughs> interesting interesting <laughs> yeah. term culturally homeless we'll get to that in yeah. a bit
0: anyways we have a second <laughs> guest with us over the
3: screen hi Eva. hi my name uh, my is Efa. You can call me Efa. I am Malaysian, basically.
1: Which part of Malaysia were you born in and which part of Malaysia do you live I in? I was
3: born in Jordan, Karak, uh, Jordan. Um, and then I came back to Malaysia oh. by uh, three oh. years old. Yeah. After that, I was raised here. Oh, nice. interesting.
1: That's interesting. Interesting. Do you, do you have a Jordanian passport?
3: Um, no, be, uh, but I do have a certificate. That indicating I'm a I was born in Jordan. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Ooh.
1: Interesting. <laughs> okay. And wow, did you guys notice something in the room? Do you realize that all three of you come from different ethnicities? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: For those who can't see, Effa is obviously a Malay. Shemaine is a Chinese, and we have Risha, who's an Indian. But <laughs> but I mean, if you want to get technical yeah, sure. about it, more like Sri Lankan.
2: Uh, well, my dad's actually Sri Lankan But my mom's um, uh, Malayali Ma- oh,
1: interesting. But yeah,
2: Malaysian Okay, <laughs> that's a
1: whole other take that <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. get to Because of B- like what's Visha's take on being Indian But anyway oh. Shangar
0: forgotten about himself <laughs> <Apparently>, Shangar forgotten <laughs> <Hello>.
2: about himself
1: <laughs> yes, So if I-
0: you all did not know After following us for a year Shangar is Indian <laughs> oh, Wow! <laughs>
1: why is that a surprise
0: no i'm just being
1: sarcastic right okay yes of course yeah you guys know i mean you guys know my shangar ganesh come on how much more indian can it get
0: for this episode we kind of had a very interesting brainstorming story behind this episode um so what exactly happened was that when we first started pitching the idea to have on season two, we wanted to talk about cultural brainwashing.
1: Mm, yes. And
0: that, in and of itself, to me as a person who is very mindful to not piss off anybody, <laughs> it was a very dangerous. Mind field to step into Mm. Because there's so many layers In and of that two words itself Yeah, definitely
2: definitely.
1: When people say cultural brainwashing What does that mean to
2: you? The moment you brought it up to me My brain just kind of of went like Because I really didn't know where to go with it Uh, It's such a broad subject I mean, I just started by like Even questioning what is brainwash Because Mm -hmm. there is, I think Cultural education and then there is cultural brainwash, right? Because mm-hmm. brainwash, the word brainwash in itself kind of means pressured into. It's like forced into. That's what brainwash actually means. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying cultural brainwash, it's, it's sticky because you need to differentiate yep. between cultural education and cultural brainwash.
1: Interesting What was your take Like what were you worried about When I said that we should speak About cultural brainwashing
2: I think to
0: me Like as somebody Who has been overseas And studied Mm -hmm. I've, I've studied in America If you all didn't know Americans are quite sensitive With everything so when, when I brought it up online, like what does cultural brainwashing mean to you? Everybody started throwing out all this religion brainwashing, mm. like the church, um, like education, like school bringing down on shaping your whole idea. And then it was during the time where Texas was also having their own drama with the abortion bills, women's rights. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a lot of people are very tense about that and it was a very tricky thing to to go about being politically correct Mm. and at the same time voicing your opinions
1: interesting so that's why the hesitation on your part as well for it to be even called cultural brainwashing Okay, well, very interesting. Eva, uh, maybe you could tell us like when I say, I and mean, and you were invited for the episode as well. You know, we probably, we gave you an introduction about it. What was your view on it? Like when we said, let's talk about cultural brainwashing and, and the whole idea of like calling you on as well came from a place where it was during the conversation uh, that we were having, you uh, you and I and Gary, you know, and, and then we addressed a few things that you feel like it's not really normal to do you know, in uh, parentheses uh, that's accepted by society, accepted by your community, you know. So that's how this came about. So like, what's your view? What, what do you think of when we talk about cultural brainwashing?
3: So for me, I came from a very sheltered and protected background. As it's, like it's very narrow. I've never had different um, friend from any other culture. I don't have Indian friend, Chinese friend ever since I was kid. Until I enter university. So it's like, um, it's very like a culture shock for me. It's like, I do know the general culture the Chinese and Indian had. But it's like to kind of involve with them, it's not really that uh, knowledgeable. So I would say brainwash, the term brainwash itself for me is kind of, uh, is kind of strong. It's a strong word for me. Strongly negative at that for me Because I think we can differentiate Between brainwash and influence
0: Full-on disclosure None of us are experts in our field We are just people who are Cultured We aren't speaking for anybody <laughs> Apart from ours No, definitely,
3: definitely It's just no, It's just from
0: opinion. our experience
1: yeah, 100%, So yeah, full disclosure on that yeah. so.
3: I do agree that people can be brainwashed With, uh, you know, uh, just like me myself Because... You know, it's very protected uh, society. It's easy to brainwash ever since you're a kid. And you just, like, go up. Then, then you went into university, it's like, pop, like that.
1: Okay, interesting.
3: Uh, so, like, one of the examples is that um, I came from religious school, right? And then uh, there's this, every camp that we had, like, school camps or uh, academic camps, we have a morning session. We had a morning session where we had an aerobic session it's like just like a warm up and things like that the mindset that the girls from religious school had is that we cannot move that much you know it's like you have to like very very restricted with the movement even though it's very healthy but i don't That's yeah. Good yeah yeah it's like no fun at all it,
1: right? even the yeah. movement
3: yeah it's like we just had like, just a bit
1: that was more in like clothing and stuff but even clothing movement?
3: and stuff is uh yes definitely but the movement itself is like uh, very restricted but i don't care that much it's like i just like to dance so i just like i like to be at the front just like do whatever that people don't do
2: do they explain to you why?
3: Why we can't move that much? Yeah.
2: Do they? Do, did the teachers or you know anywhere?
3: Um. Well, yes. The teacher do inform. They actually are taught us. But yeah, that's just how right, because right. there oh, were a lot of females that just that doesn't move that much. So others just said, oh, we we cannot do that. We cannot do that. Or something
2: like that. I'm so curious. Did did everyone else in your in your class feel the same way as you? Like was this like a group discussion or were you like left the odd one out that felt this way
3: yeah it's like it's kind of weird and somehow isolated to be like only like the tiny bits that feel like Arabic is fine for religious school it's not like even extreme right. um unhealthy thing to do yeah mostly don't agree it's like because it's not healthy
2: yeah so you were the you, you were the only one who felt yeah. that way it was so oh. difficult right that's interesting
1: wow um I, I guess I'm like completely ignorant about all of this. So so we've obviously had a bit of conversation. I like mm. I should probably share how I know this person, <laughs> right? Firstly.
2: You really want to go so, there?
1: <laughs> so no, very interestingly, very relevant to today's discussion. Um I came across Visha as a forwarded video on WhatsApp <laughs> that was been forwarded oh, so many times and I received it in a group. That so interestingly consisted of uh, four people. So it was me. I had uh, a a friend of mine. Yeah, I will not name them. (laughs) I had a friend of mine, a Malay Muslim guy in the group, a Chinese uh, guy in, in the group and punjabi guy in, in the group <laughs> one malaysia right like literally all the the four main races if i can say so it's not really though really yeah so we'll get to saying. that uh but visha so we i see visha's Wisha, video along with the uh, messages from my uh, punjabi friend who went like can you believe this person gosh what like doo, doo, doo. <laughs> and like like can you believe what she said she you know she's she's criticizing the Punjabi community of Malaysia and you know everyone went he was going crazy and I was like why what's the deal and then watch it and then actually what were you talking about can you give us like a 30 second summary of it? no you should
2: okay all right so the topic was basically about like I was kind of curious when I came here because all I've known um since I've you know, Malaysia, maybe because I wasn't really like from here, right? I was from overseas. So the politics or whatever, I never really knew about it. But all I knew about Malaysia is that we are segregated in this group, like Indian, Chinese, Malay, line, line. That's how we are segregated. And that segregation is actually quite important in in the bigger picture of how the country is going to run in the future. In that, um, we all know that in the end of the day, that's basically the quota system, right? How the, the government chooses to do certain things in Malaysia. And I just was curious as to why many of the people that were supposed to be part of the India bracket, that was why it was invented in the first place. I was just curious why people of non-Tamil background were were taking the line line box as opposed to the Indian box. And I looked at it in a very, I think, uh, in a a big picture kind of way, not knowing that there was very sensitive emotions still connected to this word Indian that I didn't know of I was just talking about like the general discussion but when I put up the video the Punjabi people who felt uh who who were offended by my video came by and kind of explained to me about the historical reasons of why Indian is not um, a name they want to be associated to
1: but what you were essentially trying to say is that if Punjab is in India
2: Mm Well that's Therefore why that's, that's what the, that's what the forms are asking right where did your ancestors Embark upon like, yeah, to no, come to Malaysia.
1: But no, that's it, right? Yeah. Simply like yeah. your logic is like if you're from India, you're Indian, yeah. Regardless of in this box, of India, in
2: this box, and in India. in like growing the population, if all the minorities could just kind of come together, like unity is power. I was kind of trying to say that, right, right, right.
1: essentially, and trying <laughs> not to distinguish the among... end of the video. <laughs> <laughs> they no, they yeah, wouldn't... that's the thing. That's yeah. a, and the, the whole, the whole cyberbullying. Uh, it's a whole other part of it, but anyway,
0: which brings on the question too, because. Most of our forms have Malay, Chinese, Indian,
2: others. Line line, yeah. Line line, right? Where does that put our Sarawak? So line line was made for the Sarawakian, Sabahians. Actually, that box was created for them.
0: Right, but within the Sabahans and Sarawakians, there's also their own... Of course. Tribes, their own ethnic of backgrounds course. and stuff. Yeah. And it's sort of a very tricky way to figure out if everybody just put in line, line.
2: That's- but it's not tricky though. <laughs> because the boxes are there for a reason. Like they were put there to ask you where did your ancestors come from. It's just that. It's just that. Did your ancestors come from India? Did your ancestors come from China? Did they come from the, the whatever, the Bumi or... Are you Sarawa Sarawak? and Sarawak, yeah. yeah, Um yeah. So are you them? Whatever the everything that comes under that umbrella doesn't actually matter in these forms because this is how Malaysia has decided to um, segregate. You know,
1: I believe in a united identity known as Malaysian. You know, like when I when I went to the US when I used to study, that people used to ask me like, which part of India are you from? I was like, uh, no, I'm Malaysian. Oh yeah, yeah. But your grandparents, which part? Of, oh, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your grandparents, which part of India are they from? Then I'm like, I don't know. I, they are from Malaysia as well. Why does this matter? So you mm-hmm. know I am a firm believer like I don't see a reason to like For sure. put yourself For in the For sure. For sure.
2: I mean in, in 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 a perfect world 100%.
1: If do you see a benefit from from that do you see the relevance or the importance of having that, those different boxes and to distinguish us within among our races?
3: Speaking in cultural term I think it's uh relevant because each culture have like um, their unique celebration and norms as well so I think in terms of culture that is relevant but if we're talking about race as like um, Malaysian non-Malaysian I do agree that we just stay like united like I'm Malaysian even though you're Indian I'm Malaysian even if you're Chinese
1: 100% yeah and how how about on boxes itself on official governmental forms? Is it ne- necessary to have boxes that you think whether you're Malay, Chinese, Indian, or Dunleian line? Lion?
3: I think it's just you know I don't very really kind of supporting the current system because it's like you know it's very obvious that you're segregating the people even though we we live in the same country. We they use it for their very for their like um. Data tabulation is like, okay, we have this much of people that are Indian. We have this much of people that is Chinese. But I don't really understand what, what's really the purpose of um segregating of these races. Because at the end of the day, we're just still going to have like one absolute uh, total number, right?
1: Yes, I see what you mean. Ideally, it would, I would love if it was <laughs> just like purely down to distinguish uh, among like, you know, how many po the population. But even then, like why? Where does it matter? For me, like it, you can have 60% of any race, but if you're all Malaysians, we're all Malaysians. We should be 100% Malaysian. do. I
0: think that like, digs into, like, the history of Malaysia itself. <laughs> like, we are, reality is our ancestors are not Orang Asli. And that's, like, such a sad and gut-wrench, gut-wrenching gut problem because pe- people use that to come and ask us to go back to our own country. Oh, but we're Malaysians.
1: I, I have a very important question to ask then. Who, who is the Orang Asli of Malaysia.
0: I think and I believe <coughs> is that people who are Sabah Sarawakin brethren.
2: Guys, I'm so sorry. That shouldn't matter who are the originals right i mean like at this point we are we we all yeah. have the same passport we all attained the same rights as the rest of okay. our country so it shouldn't actually matter who is this who is that oh yeah of course you own the land like okay so and and then we came in and then we got the passport and then we became one like this land belongs to us too the moment you start questioning this that's when the problem starts because people will start being like oh so they are the ones like no it's that should not be important you know what i mean that's so, really interesting so yeah.
1: it made me realize something do you do you realize something shamin so okay like moving out of malaysia for a bit let's see the bigger picture let's go to the u.s All right. So <laughs> I, I lived four years in the u.s right so and i traveled across the whole country i went to national parks and i started seeing uh drawings of the native americans and then started doing a bit more research i started like you know try, started to understand the history of uh, the U.S., which I should probably do about Malaysia as well a bit more. Point is, the Native Americans were living there throughout. They were the, like you want to call, original people. And then, the Americans as we know them today came in and I what must have started with this plot of land, how much? Mm. You know, let me pay you and yeah. they give me the land. And they're like, um, men don't own land land own men right mm-hmm. like you you don't own earth yeah. Yeah. and that's what started a whole miscommunication among them and what led to americans just wiping native americans right. out and mm-hmm. and now there are like thirty thousand of them left okay we'll like fact check this after this but <laughs> this is from my research and i was gonna ask you guys very controversial question Do you guys know which is the biggest genocide of all time in human history, recorded homo homo sapiens history? Oh, I don't know. So, like, if I were to ask you the biggest genocide or the most, like, well-known, which Uh, one would you say?
2: uh, Probably um, Jews, like the Nazis. Holocaust, right? Holocaust, yeah. Right,
1: Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So, Holocaust had, like, 11 million people uh, in total who died. Right. Four million Jews. And that's not the biggest genocide of all time at all. Mm. It's beyond it. So there there are three genocides that are bigger. One of the one of it was in Africa. Appetite. Yeah. Along oh, that right, whole period. Right, right. I knew yeah. that.
2: Okay. 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 And mm. then
1: like the slavery and everything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the amount of Africans who right. have been killed. Right. Right? Wiped out as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's about thirty million mm. actually. China had a genocide as well mm-hmm. where a lot of people died right. um I, I don't really know the range but it's higher okay higher a,
2: than the higher like, than oh, the african wow. one
1: yeah no it's insane sure. we don't know this and the biggest genocide of all time that nobody seems to speak about or no one even knows is in America oh. Native Americans 100 million Native Americans were killed imagine right, even guess try to think yeah. about it today Amer- America today is 300 million imagine wiping out One third of that population
0: that's which crazy. brings in a very interesting <coughs> point of view because their genocide is not your stereotypical we put you in a gas chamber mm-hmm, or, or mm-hmm. we shoot you down yeah. or we slash off your head. Yeah, Wow, this, this is supposed to be PG, but it's <laughs> not. Um, their genocide is true diseases. Yeah. Which is
2: <sighs> such a sad thing. Yeah to 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 think about like mm, like mm, I, yeah I I would like to get married for like the happiness of my parents Maybe like, you know, the, the conventional romance. But um, I don't really see a reason to be like married on paper, black and white, you know. But I just got to do it because my culture says so for me to be able to reproduce.
1: Interesting. But I
2: can't say for Your culture knows. says it. Yes, my culture. When you
1: say your culture. My culture
2: means my parents. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> they
2: are my culture.
1: Okay, so let's not talk about your beliefs, but let's talk about societal beliefs, mm. right? So why is it there's such a push for marriage? Firstly... Uh, who wants to take Eva?
3: A Muslim men and a Muslim women get married because of um, it's part of the, what do you say? Um, tanggung jawab. It's like part of the. Uh, it's like religious. a must do, in your life because it's like um, yeah, it's religious. God uh, asked yeah. also. Uh, it's like they they said like yeah. um, I don't know if this real, but mostly say it's real. It's like, marrying. Yeah, you, you married someone, it's like half of your religious is fulfilled. Yeah, so mainly got married
0: your because other, of that.
2: Yeah. Right. Interesting.
0: I okay. mean same with Christianity for example. Oh chewa, I knew well, Christianity.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you guys don't know my religion background is very vague. My religion background is very weak. But um as far as Christianity would goes if we go if we're going into religion. There is a rule in the Bible where you can't have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. And that is, I feel like it's culturally known across every, the whole world yeah. basically. Yeah. But for some reason, Christians hold this to the T. Yeah. And to them, it's like, I feel it ties in a lot with our Asian culture in general. Mm-hmm. It's a disgrace if you're not married and you had sex yeah. and you're like violated kind of thing yeah
1: don't you think like like i don't know is it an hinduism thing or is it an indian thing now come think of it i don't think it's an hinduism thing by the way what but like like, no definitely
2: not this hinduism is like why i like the religion I, i am born hindu but i like hinduism and buddhism like the teachings because um i feel like it's not really a religion, is it? It's like a way of life. Mm. I, I, I like that part. It's kind of just teaching you what to do and how to be a good person. There's not really like rules and regulations, which is why I, I, I resonate a lot with the religion. Uh, but I'm not really religious or anything. You know, I don't follow all the man-made rules c- that came after the religion was
1: born. Interesting. So, okay. Oh, wow. that's also another diversity. So, we have a Muslim, a Christian, <laughs> and a Hindu slash Buddhist, okay. and, and agnostic, yeah. so I guess. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Beyond just, so that's marriage, and that's why people get married, and a lot of it seems to be tied to uh, religion itself. So it, what you're saying is, if we remove the element of religion, do people have to believe in marriage?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a legal binding contract. That means it, it binds you in every way possible, including assets.
3: Yeah, because I do think um marriage is not like my priority in life. It's more to carry. It's like carrier mm-hmm. and then marriage.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. I get that. Even that itself, thank you so much for actually like <laughs> leading the conversation. But that's it, right? You do you realize we've been for lack of better term brainwashed into believing that we, we are, Okay, we're born into this world. We have to go to school. We have to get education. Mm-hmm. First pri- First kindergarten, pay some money. Mm-hmm. Go to primary school if it's government, don't. But if you go private, pay a lot of money. Go to secondary school if you go government, not much. But pay a lot of money for private schools and private tuitions that you go to anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, what do you do? Oh, go to college to do pre-university programs because you're not good enough to go straight to uni. And then pay a lot of money. Yeah. And then go to university... And pay a ton of money, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: and you know, and we we spend all our lives following that. Like, and somehow everyone thinks it's normal. Like our parents, like our parents go broke trying to save money to pay for our education but and send us to and get that certificate. And then what happens next? Oh, now you've done. You've completed all your education part of your life. Oh, what do we do next? Let's go get a job. Get a, get a job doing something that you apparently may or may not have studied for, and then go and go get a job and go get paid and be a slave. Modern day slavery, corporate slave to to companies, mm-hmm. who and who who then uh, pay you for hours of your day, majority mm-hmm. of your life. You spend forty hours a week at least working, mm-hmm. and that doesn't even account for all the overtime work that you do. Yeah. and then you make a, uh, you make the money, and what hap- what do you do with the money? Theorize. Oh, what's next? I need to buy a car. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's go. So we all buy a car and you get into a loan. And the the bank gets a lot of money from you on a monthly basis. You allocate a big chunk. And why do you need a car? Wait a minute. Oh, because you need to drive from your home to the office. So you're basically paying a, a, a chunk of the money that you get from your company in order for you to drive yourself there. And then... Finally, they say, okay, you need a home to live in. Let's go buy a house because everyone needs to own property. And you buy a house and you pay a huge chunk of your salary that you get just paying off the loan that you took for 35 years
0: mm-hmm.
1: to own a home. I mean, but I
0: feel are- like for this, I feel that like my generation, Gen Z, we literally see no point in buying a house at this point in time because we can't even afford to get our own car
2: definitely to
0: to to begin with and you know that mindset of don't get a house first you need to Mm -hmm. get a car first Mm -hmm. then only aim bigger to get a house but we can't even get a car yeah so to us it's like a house is out of our reach, and yeah. then it sort of put pressures on our parents mm-hmm. for like, Oh my gosh, our kids have no place to stay. we're going yeah. we have to work harder to buy them a house and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I feel like we're sort of segueing into like the future thing. Let's draw back to education mm-hmm. to begin with, where everything starts off and Chgha you said. A lot of it from what I've gotten was all revolving around money.
1: And who benefits from it? Think about it. Who benefits from all of this? When you go to school, when you go to tuition, when you go to university, college, you know, and um, when you buy a house, when you buy a car, who does it benefit in the grand scheme of things? Who's making money out of you? Who are you paying to?
0: I mean, don't bring in any of the materialistic stuff or not. But I feel that, I mean, I just graduated from university, right? Mm -hmm. I am straight out new meat in the working world. Mm. And I feel that, I mean, I come from a very privileged background that my parents are able to afford to send me to US to study. Not a lot of people have that privilege. But I feel that education is a must I feel
2: definitely I, yeah. I that's why I, I wanted to say like yeah when it when we talk about like where is the money going of course that's like in the business sense of things right now what's happening yeah it's become like a money making organization but I think the availability of education in, in itself actually has many many benefits you know I mean the, the education system there might be the Ivy League schools you know they call it in the US or like the expensive yeah. schools that is like very very like unreachable but unfortunately in the in in the, in the world that we live today, like most of the jobs that you look for minimum you need a degree you know and in order who, I, I mean and I, I who get it. Made that I get it
1: who made that a rule
2: I get it, but I guess in, in a in a in a world right in in a country, there needs to be kind of a way to regulate. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, and when you say regulate, it yeah. sounds
1: more like to maintain wealth at a certain level, right? Like if you talk about real true yeah, accessibility to of course, education, of course, like in the US, most people have to take a huge loan and they tie themselves to pay off the, yeah, loan for the rest of definitely. their lives. Yeah. I mean,
0: if uh, you are still
3: studying,
1: yeah, you're both Gen Zs, right? And we are both Gen Ys. Hey. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah I just didn't want...
1: The world doesn't need to know that.
3: <laughs> I already finished my uh, university courses, so I'm doing fully intern right now.
1: How, how did you find your education?
3: <laughs> um, actually, my current um, degree is not what I wanted. It's like um, the six, the six um, choices from the UPU thing. You have to choose like twelve, right? So the one that I've got currently mm-hmm. is the six. So it's like I don't know what's it gonna teach me. And truthfully speaking, um only like um fifty mm. percent of what I've studied I am using in my internship. So I can see what you're trying yeah. to talk.
1: On the topic of marriage, <laughs> do you guys realize something? okay, what when you think of what's the first thing that you see online that makes you think of marriage? And what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of marriage?
2: Commitment. Okay, -hmm. Okay. that wasn't what I was going for. That's actually a good one because
1: that is a commitment. Visual representation of marriage. You want to propose, you need to get a diamond ring, you need to bend on one knees, there needs to be a lot of cameras around you, it needs to be a whole facade, it needs to be in a very grand place, in in front of a castle that was on Game of Thrones, you know, and then you have to... I ask, would you marry me? And the girl has to say yes. Yeah. And then you have to take a photo of it. More important than the proposal itself mm-hmm. is how you document it and how you put it on. Who has the a nicest, a most amazing photo with the best angle and a video that you put on your social media and then with the caption, she said yes. Mm. And then that gets the most likes on every single social media platform. Mm. was it was that the case for you did was that the most like did you post or? i didn't post it oh you didn't po- did no. your partner post it?
2: no oh i mean we put in our stories when it happened but then we never like posted it or anything
1: oh interesting yeah how come
2: i don't know i just i, I don't know I wasn't like, I mean, I, I, I like the romance of it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It, they sold the ring along with the romance, which is why it works, right? Because people love romance. Um, I guess I do enjoy the romance side about it. I didn't care about the diamond ring or whatever. But the proposal, the romantic side about it was what I liked and I enjoyed very much. You know, I was brainwashed for sure because I saw that as something that fulfilled my romantic um, uh, juices for the day.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad
2: you find it interesting. <laughs> no, it's
1: extremely interesting. And we, we lost A5. But yes. anyway, if I were ever to get married, and mm. that's probably because I want to have children because I don't see a point of getting married unless yeah. you want to have kids. Yeah. If I ever planned to get married, I wouldn't have a wedding. A I would have a party in like mm. Bali or some beautiful yeah, island. Be cool. Just be a fun. huge party. Everyone yeah. gets drunk, gets wasted. Yeah. And that's it. No one I mean, remembers anything. From definitely. That. I
2: would love that. But I, I like my parents currently. <laughs> and I want them to be happy. And I'm kind of <laughs> doing the marriage thing. <laughs> for them and for his parents so it's fine i'm happy to do it even a
1: wedding do you realize even a wedding especially indian people wedding Mm -hmm. it's done so much yeah for to please your parents who are trying to please the rest of society for sure
2: because they were brainwashed that, that their job as a parent was to raise their kid and get them married and then that was their responsibility like done you know so I everyone's think, just I mean, brainwashed I think, a, I
1: think we have a title for, this show for sure but- i mean
0: going back to what you said shanga you you said about the only reason why you would ever want to get married is to have kids and nowadays people i, I don't know about you but i've been seeing a lot of people who are co-parenting they're not getting married. Mm-hmm. That works. They have kids.
1: It, it works in the US. I think in Malaysia, you can't. You, why? You, you, in order to be a parent, you need to have two. In the birth certificate, oh, you, need to be you married. have to.
0: If people have a different opinion w- with what you have, be open to listen
2: to the opposite yeah. side yes. for sure, and right? not have not judge. snap yeah. Yes. In order to be understood, you need to first try awesome. to understand.
1: understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, and that's that's the point. That's why I'm trying to get... You realize, oh, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. all your different perspectives, not because I'm not judging you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm actually trying to understand your perspective, yeah. so I could also yeah. see life through your lens. Yeah, that's essentially. You don't it. have
2: to agree, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. we can agree to disagree, and exactly. that's fine. But I would love to know the perspective from your side. Mm-hmm. So, on that note,
0: that's all the time that we have for today.
1: Until next time, take care. Bye. <laughs>